welcome to the Inner Bitch, Inner Truth podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jacari, naturopathic doctor turned speaker, writer, and intuitive empowerment coach. Each week, I bring you inspiring stories, people, and messages to help you lean into loving your emotions, transforming your relationship with yourself and others, and giving you the clarity you need to create a life you love. Every Monday, I share with you a story, download, insight on spiritual development, and I share about it in a very practical way so that you can kind of take what you hear here and go into your life and apply what you've learned. Today, I'm going to share with you a download that came to me actually in the shower, a little shower download, and just what it brought up for me as I was writing it out. So this is what came to me. Separate who you are from who you were taught to be. And this one hits really, really deep for me. This is actually the reason why I started this podcast in the first place. Uh, I wanted to share the story about how I was raised in a home where being shamed and blamed was just part of life. Like that's just the way that you treat each other. You micromanage, you yell when you're frustrated, you say spiteful things because that's really the only control that you have. Um, every day things had to be done in a very specific manner. Otherwise you had to redo it. And if you talked back, well, then you got your ass beat and probably grounded and one of my least favorite punishments was writing lines. So I don't know if anyone else had to write lines, but lines were me literally having to write, I will not talk back, I will do as I'm told, or something along those lines, like 500 times or something that was ridiculous. That would take It would take me days to write this stuff out because my hand would cramp up and I would just, oh man, it was awful. Um, but basically, like I got in trouble daily for not doing things exactly the way that my parents wanted them done. And I was a little spitfire. Like, I did not like being contained. Like, I like my freedom. I like my autonomy. And I was very, um, I was very just put in a box and like, this is the way that you have to be. And basically, along the way, I kind of lost myself. And I was shaped into being this perfectionist. And it was like my way was the only way. Like the way that I grew up and doing certain things around the house or just the way that you think about life, like I was taught that my parents' way of thinking was the only and correct way. Like the correct way and the only way. And so when I went off to college, like that's literally what I thought. Like I thought that everyone else had gotten the same memo from their parents and like that's the way that they were living their life too. And as you can imagine, I clashed with just about everyone I then came in contact with in college. Like I clashed with every single one of my roommates, my friends, uh, ex-boyfriends. Like it had to be done the Sarah Jacari way or it was wrong. And I'm sure after kind of listening to this story a little bit, you can see how I was a total like narcissistic bitch. I ruined a ton of relationships. I really hated myself deep, deep down. And I hate like I hated that I couldn't just be chill. Like why did things bother me so much? 
And that was ultimately what kind of sparked my first spiritual awakening is I realized that I was the common denominator. I realized that I was getting into these same fights with people. And it, it, like I wanted at the time to blame them. Like it was their fault. Like they're the ones that are thinking ridiculously. Like no way could it be me. But time and time again, after me just continuing to act the same way and ruin friendships, it got to the point where I was like, holy shit, I'm the common denominator here. It's my, like, maybe it's me. Maybe something's wrong with me. Maybe the way that I was raised wasn't the correct way, or at least not the correct way for me. And it was hard. It was really, really hard. Like, I I just, I had to realize that I did not like feeling the way that I was feeling. And I really had to question if I, if I wanted to continue acting that way. Right then and there, I made the decision that I had to change. I made the decision that I cannot keep living this way because it feels terrible. I have to change. Like something, something has to give here. And in retrospect, looking back, me deciding in that moment, well, first, me understanding that I was the common denominator, that was the very first step, awareness. The awareness that I want to be better because it's actually a problem with me was the very first step. The second step was that I made a commitment that I did not want to feel that way anymore. I made the commitment to myself, you are going to figure out a way to change this behavior so that you don't keep feeling this way. I, those are the first two steps. And energetically now, now that I can see energetically how these decisions that we make completely shift our energy and shift, like it's like as soon as you make that commitment, like within the, within the spiritual energetic realm, it's like, okay, she's ready. She's ready for this, this journey she's about to get on. Okay, she's locked in. Boom, let's shift. Let's shift the energy, and now we can give her the next step forward. And so the next step forward then is observing yourself and being able to note the different, the different choices that you have in your everyday life. And what that looked like is me getting put into these situations where, like say with a friend, I would, like they like, I don't know, left something out on the counter or something. It's been so long now that I, I don't remember specifics. And I, I think I actually blocked a lot of that time out of my conscious memory because it was, I just felt so, there was so much shame around it because I, I hated the way that I was acting. Um, but just say, for instance, that say one of my roommates had then like left a bunch of shit out on the counter. And it actually, what really helped me with this is living with two guys in college it's like everything just totally changed then because um, they wouldn't take my shit, right? Like I would say something and they'd be like, dude, you need to like take a tea. Um, but anyway, so so say for example, you know, you're observing yourself. You notice that this roommate has like left a bunch of shit out on the counter and your previous self would be like, or my previous self would be like, dude, like, can you pick up your shit? Like, why are you leaving this out? This is ridiculous. Like, this is disgusting. Don't, like, you can't do this, you know? Like, I would act that way. But 
after the all of this happened and I started observing myself, I started like seeing where I was making these choices to be a bitch. I then would be like, okay, shit's left out on the counter. Do I have to say something right now? No, I do not need to micromanage this person. They will pick it up. Is it in my way? Yes, it's in my way. Okay, move it. Put it into the sink. Do something out. Like, do something with it. But you don't need to, like, chase after and run after the person that, like, left the mess there. You can do something else about it, and you don't have to take it personally. Like, you don't have to be so mad and frustrated and, like, how dare they do this to me? It's not personal. It's not even about you. It's like they had to run out for class and they just left their shit here. It's fine. So that really, that's an example of just like the next step then that I took on my journey. And that, I mean, that same example kind of extrapolated out and put it onto all of these different experiences that I have in life where I could, I just started noticing the moments where I was being a bitch and I just I would just notice it and I'm like huh okay what other choice do I have here you know what other choice could I have made if I if I did act on that bitch impulse it's like what other choice could I have made in order to you know not like not act in that energy anymore act in the energy of being a just loving kind person like like what would the loving kind person who also respects herself who's not going to just submit to what everyone else is doing um but is also not taking things personally like what would she do so I started actually thinking about myself in the way in which I wanted to be the person that I wanted to act like so when situations would pop up and I knew that I was in the moment of like, oh my God, I get to choose right now. How do I want to act? I would be like, okay, what would that version of me look like? Like, what would that version of me do in this moment? Can I take that action right now? Yes, I can. Oh my gosh, I can do this. We can do this. Take that action and then celebrate it. Celebrate the fact that you chose something different than you've always chosen. And that's how you do it. That's how you do the work. This is literally the most distilled down. I'm at 10, 10 minutes and 30 seconds right now. It's like this is the most distilled down way to explain how to quote unquote do the work of personal development, to do the work of spiritual development. This is this is basic. This is all that you need to do no matter where you're at on like the consciousness ladder or like the the spiritual mountain, no matter where you're at, you always go back to the basics. And the very basic of everything is you have to observe yourself. Because if you're not observing yourself, you cannot be aware of the subconscious choices that you're making that's actually running the show in the background because 95 to 98% of our actions come from the subconscious. We are habitual creatures. So if you can set yourself up in healthy habits, you habitually will run that program. But if you have in your program this habitual way of being that is not in alignment with who you want to be, then you have to understand where where it's online. You have to understand when that is coming online for you so that you can choose to act in a different way. 
And so now you might be thinking, okay, I got to observe myself. You know, I can do this. I can do this. But if you, if you, if you try your best to just observe from your conscious mind and you think that you can see everything, you're already kind of setting yourself up for failure. And let me explain this. We think that we know what our blind spots are. We think that we know the things that we actually have no way of knowing. Like we think that we know them in a conscious way. That's just what the ego does. The ego tells us, you know all, you're a badass, you you got everything, you understand everything. And while part of that is true, you know, you are a badass, you do understand things. What's also true is that you have a subconscious mind that is full of programming and until you can bring light to all of the programming, there are programs within you that you are completely unaware of. You're completely unaware of them. Everyone has this. And I always use the example of the blind spot in the car. So think about a time that you drove a car for the first time and you, all of a sudden you realized that you couldn't see in like a certain like, you know, way in the distance or whatever. Like, say you go to turn and all of a sudden a car comes out of nowhere nowhere, and you're like, holy shit, I didn't realize that there was a blind spot there. And that's the thing. It's like we don't realize that blind spots are there until they reveal themselves to us. So when you can become the observer of yourself, what you're actually doing is you're slowing your system down enough to see blind spots appear to you. The easiest way that I have found to become the observer of yourself is through my technique of the adult T, the adult timeout. And I'll tell you why. Like I have done a ton of meditating. I've meditated for hours before. Um, I've like, I've just done a lot of the different, um, uh, I guess, consciousness shifting techniques and none of them are as effective as bringing present moment, bringing conscious moments into the present moment multiple times throughout your day. So let me say that in a different way. The most powerful way that I have found for you to become the observer of yourself is to tap in multiple times a day and just notice yourself, just observe yourself for only like 30 seconds at a time. That's all that it takes. You don't have to meditate for 20 minutes, an hour, two hours to get the effect. Like all that you have to do is take quick moments of presence, quick moments of observing yourself, and you will start observing yourself without having to like do that technique. Like it, it, it will literally blow your mind if you put it into practice because it's so easy. It's so easy. And that's why I'm so passionate about it is because I can be lazy. I can be so lazy. And I literally just started doing this for myself. And I saw massive growth. I saw massive healing. I felt so much more calm. My anxiety had decreased. My depression had decreased. My hunger went up. I mean, it, like, and hunger went up was a good thing for me because I've struggled with an eating disorder, anorexia. So it's like so much changed. Those are the physiological things. But then 
underneath it, I actually discovered that I had an eating disorder because of doing this practice. And it was just because I was able to hear voices in my head that I had never heard before. Becoming the observer of myself allowed me to hear those voices. So this is really, <laughs> I didn't really know where this episode was going to go, but this is, this is really it. Like this is the core of what it means to be on the spiritual journey in a very practical way. This is what it's about. So to go back to the initial download that I shared, separate who you are from who you were taught to be. And so in recap here, as children, we are taught to be a certain person. So for me, in my story that I shared, I was taught to be a bitch. That's literally what was modeled to me. And that was the way that I acted, like I just was. And that is not me. That is not me at my core. I woke up to it not being me. And ever since then, I've been working on who am I? Who am I really? Who do I want to be? Who do I get to choose to be? And I'm I'm still uncovering so much conditioning because this conditioning goes from conception to seven years old. Your subconscious mind is like a sponge. You internalize your environment and you make things mean certain things. So really this whole process, everything that I just shared, it's all about understanding the meaning that you place on things and where that came from. So I hope that this was helpful. I would really love to to know what you think of this and if this has helped you in any way. So feel free to message me, share on Instagram, email me, Um, And if you know of someone who could really benefit from hearing this, please send them this episode. All right. I would really also appreciate a rating if you want to do that and maybe a little review if you're feeling up for it. Okay. I hope that you all have a great week. Be sure to tap back in on Thursday on April 1st because I'm going to be sharing an intuitive guidance reading. And actually, I totally forgot to, to share this. Um, I have a a membership launch coming out on Thursday, and if you want to know the specifics of that, it's still kind of coming together. My intuition's telling me that there's some some pieces that are going to come in within the next day or so that's really going to complete the full picture for me, but what it is is it's going to be an email format sort of membership program where you can work on your personal development every day, just a little bit every day so that it's not overwhelming. It's not a big course that you have to purchase and work through. It's just a quick morning thing that you kind of tap in. You give yourself, you know, 10, 20 minutes to really be in that space and then you can move on with your day and kind of see how it all plays out. So it's really bite-sized chunks that are truly digestible but are going to make a huge impact in your spiritual personal development. Okay, so I'm going to leave you now. (laughs) I hope you all have a wonderful day. Yeah.